Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I am the host of the show, and I'm happy you can join and listen. If you've listened to previous episodes, thank you for coming back. If this is the first time you're listening, welcome, and I hope you will enjoy the show and continue to be a listener. This podcast discusses three topics, movies, sports, and politics. Each episode will be dedicated to one of these topics. Today's show will center on movies. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox under Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. Please subscribe to the show on any one of these podcast apps so you can receive new episodes directly to your device when they become available. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. This is a very important and simple way you can help the show reach a wider audience. You can always also get episodes from our website, www.letmebendyourear.com. I am extremely excited to discuss the 1993 film Searching for Bobby Fischer. This is one of my all-time favorite movies, and now that I have this podcast and the forum to discuss movies, uh, my last episode, I dealt with an older movie and a newer movie. Um, Going back here, I guess you would call this episode Hidden Gems. I think a lot of people are kind of aware of this movie and haven't seen it or have never heard of the movie at all. So let me give you a little bit of background on this film. So Searching for Bobby Fischer was released in 1993. Uh, the writer-director is Steve Zalian. Uh, he is a renowned screenwriter, best known for the Oscar-winning screenplay for Schindler's List. He's written several screenplays. He's also directed films as well, including this one. Uh, he wrote and directed A Civil Action, starring John Travolta. This particular film is based on the life of Josh Waitzkin, who was a seven-year-old chess prodigy. Now, I know as I describe this, there's people already hearing the word chess and they're like, I'm tapping out, I'm out. Chess is boring to me. Uh, I don't have any interest in chess, so why would I have interest in a chess movie? And this is one of the great things about this movie, and I hope you get past that. This movie has chess in it, but the movie is not about chess. And this is one of the things I love about it. I happen to be a chess player. I haven't played in a long time. I do love the game of chess, but that's not why I love this movie. And I'm going to get into that more as I get into the review of the movie. But again, the writer-director is Steve Zalian. The cast is a very, very good one. Uh, Max Pomerak plays young Josh Waitzkin. Joe Mantegna plays Fred Waitzkin, his father. Joan Allen plays Bonnie Waitzkin, his mother. Ben Kingsley is Bruce, Bruce Pandolfini, who is a chess instructor that will begin teaching Josh. Lawrence Fishburne plays Vinny. He is a street chess player so the movie is set in new york city and early in the film joan allen as josh's mom and josh are walking through washington square park where there is a bunch of players out there playing speed chess so basically making the moves as quickly as possible using a timer and playing fast aggressive uh, chess so that's where he gets his entrance into the game of chess as he observes and eventually plays uh, starts to play chess Uh, others in the cast uh, you have uh, a lot of actors that are well known now uh, that have small parts in this movie including david pamer who was in city slickers uh, william h macy who's done uh, a ton of film and television work most recently on shameless Uh, you have one of my favorite character actors of all time dan hadea is in the movie for a minute Uh, he played uh, he plays in a bunch of films but he was probably best known as Carla's ex-husband on Cheers, so great actor. Laura Linney has a small part in the movie as Josh's school teacher. I'm going to play a scene uh, in a little while with her in it. Um, so great, great cast in this film. 
So as I stated uh, early in the film, Josh's mother and Josh are walking through Washington Square Park and they find these uh, people playing speed chess in the park. He observes and then eventually plays chess there and then it's there where his mother recognizes that he has an aptitude for the game even though he had never played it before or had never been taught to play chess and uh, she alerts her husband that her son is a great chess player so the dad breaks out the old chess set and in a great scene early in the film he plays Josh and Josh loses to him and the dad beats him so the dad goes back to his mom and says, I don't know what you're talking about. He's not very good. So you see Joan Allen chuckling a little bit and then proceeds to break the bad news to him that he let him win. So of course the father with ego, like we all have are going, nah, he didn't let me win. He just, I don't think he's as good as you think he is. So the next scene is a montage of him playing him again. And the game going on and on and on. And you'll see as the montage continues, the dad is trying to think of his next move while Josh is playing in his room or taking a bath. And it gets to the point when he's taking a bath, which is a great scene. He's His father is asking him what move he wants to make. So Josh from another room says, did you move this particular piece? And he's like, yes. All right, then move my piece here. So eventually it becomes quite apparent that he is extremely talented at chess. So the father, recognizing this talent, seeks out a teacher by the name of Bruce Pandolfini, who's played by Ben Kingsley. So uh, Ben Kingsley starts to teach him and starts to instruct him. Now, Bruce has his own backstory. He was a chess champion himself. And there's an incident that's alluded to. They don't fully explore, but basically it's implied that he lost a big tournament or disappointed his instructor and that kind of that kind of informs his teaching method when it comes to Josh. He's very concerned that Josh learns how to play chess not to win or lose, but more as an art form as a way to express himself artistically almost, which I think is one of the um, beautiful themes of this film. So he doesn't want Josh to lose and then he gets concerned that Josh is playing in the park too much. So he's in he plays in the park as well with Vinny played by Lawrence Fishburne who plays uh, speed chess. So in speed chess, the strategy is to be aggressive and to not hold back. So the biggest philosophy difference is in speed chess, the queen gets brought out early. And when you're playing tournament chess, that's usually a too aggressive way uh, to play because if you lose your queen early, it can completely disrupt your game and you end up a lot of times losing. So there's a push and pull there. And what I like about this film Again, I don't want to get too much into the chess part of it because it, it is a movie with chess in it, but it's not a film about chess. One of the great themes in this movie among several is the what I loved about it and what I think I related to a lot is the the notion of when you have a child that's extremely talented at something, it doesn't it could be anything, sports, music, chess, uh, whatever it is that they're 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 gifted at if they happen to be gifted because first of all not a very high percentage of people are gifted at anything so when your child is gifted how do you nurture that and how do you navigate your child's learning or 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 becoming even more proficient at something that that they're gifted at versus the child that they are so in this movie and I want to give uh, a lot of credit to Max Pomerak, the young actor, because I know when most people see kids in movies, it's a lot of times it can go very badly if the child is not a very good actor. So in this role, he is fantastic. 
he gives a wonderful performance uh, as Josh Waitzkin. And as the film makes very clear, he is a little boy with a good heart uh, that loves his parents, loves his little sister, and he's good-hearted. And where it comes into conflict with his chess is he doesn't have, I think, what people would call that killer instinct. He plays chess because he enjoys it. Not that he doesn't want to win, but he's not looking to crush his opponent or to uh, be considered the best. He just enjoys playing it. And the film does a beautiful job of really kind of showing the difficulty in navigating how he is going to learn the chess. So there's a great scene earlier, or actually, let me get back to that. There's actually several scenes where you can see the struggle with the parents. The father wants to get him the best teacher, make him great, you know, teach him how to be great because he recognizes his gift. The mother also recognizes his gift and does not, while she wants to nurture that gift, she doesn't want him to be so enraptured in it that he loses what makes him a good little boy. There's a great scene where they both argue about the teaching. So Bruce tells the parents that he does not want Josh to play street chess anymore, speed chess at the park, because it's contradicting his teaching. So the father is on board with that, if that's what the teacher thinks it's best, but the mother stands her ground. And there's a couple of times that she stands her ground in the film when it comes to Josh, and this is one of them. So the teacher basically says to her, look, if you don't, if you allow him to keep playing chess there, it's going to make my job harder. So her response is, then your job's going to be harder. So she holds a firm line in making sure that Josh, who enjoys playing street chess, does not lose the things that he enjoys about chess uh, as a sacrifice to learning the tournament way of playing. There's another scene in the movie where Josh loses and it affects him emotionally. He cleans out his room. His dad doesn't know what to do. The mother again stands her ground and says, no one is going to take him or make him be something that he's not. And she emphasizes he's got a good heart, he's caring, and you, the teacher, or anyone is not going to take that out of him. Or I will, she literally says, I will take this child away. He will not play chess anymore. I will take him away if you try to break his spirit that way. So Joan Allen, who's a great actress, gives a great performance, and she stands up for her son to make sure that her son gets to be the little boy that he is, even though he has this gift. And that's a theme running throughout the film. And what I like about it as well is it could have easily gone down the road of cliche. So it could have been like the mom is is, is the hero protecting the child, and the father is basically this overbearing, I like to you know use the term little league dad, and it's not that way at all. Each performance is very layered. The father, while he's aggressively trying to get his son to get better at chess, they don't portray him as a dad that doesn't see the bigger picture. Josh still plays baseball, basketball, sports. So the father and the mother, I think, are in more agreement on most things as it, as it relates to Josh. Just on this particular issue, there's a slight disagreement. And I did enjoy that it wasn't one parent was the was the cheerleader uh, and sticking up for the child. And then the other parent was the overbearing um, little league, or in this case, chess parent. So they did a really good job in, in making that layered relationship seem more realistic and not being cliched. I'm going to play a scene from the film that uh, plays into that. This is a scene where Josh's parents go to an open house at Josh's school, and then Josh's teacher discusses concerns that she has with Josh regarding his grades and how it relates to chess. Is Josh falling behind in his schoolwork? 
He is, but I'm more concerned about other things, like his friendships. There's a problem there? Uh, there could be. Well, is there or isn't there? Mr. Waitzkin, I'm, I'm sure he's very good at this chess thing, but that isn't really the issue. Chess when thing? I'm, I'm sorry. Chess thing? I'm sure he's very good at it, but it worries me. If I could make an analogy. Just if it was like, say, oh, I don't know, um, cards. <laughs> Pinochle. Pinochle. For instance. Pinochle. Fred. Bonnie, she's comparing chess to Pinochle. What am I supposed to say to that? She's trying to make a point. Maybe we should listen. Vinny thinks he's spending too much time at it, too. Vinny? Vinny's a drug addict. I'm supposed to listen to his opinion, too? I'm sorry, but your analogy is a very bad one. If you want to make a comparison to something, compare it to something that makes sense. Compare it to math or music or art, because otherwise it belittles him and it and me. No, I don't mean to belittle you at oh, all. But you I... are. You are. Uh, even in the way you're looking at me. Mr. Waiskin, I think perhaps... You want to know how good he is? I'll, I'll tell you how good he is. He is better at this than I have ever been at anything in my life. He is better at this than you'll ever be at anything. My son has a gift. He has a gift. And once you acknowledge that, then maybe we'll have something to talk about. As that scene demonstrates, the father is staunchly supporting his son's gift and pushing back against anyone that seems condescending or belittling of his ability to play chess. So great scene among a bunch of great scenes in the movie. So as the movie progresses, again, he is continuing, Josh is continuing to be taught by Bruce uh, the finer points of tournament chess. There ends up midway through the film to be a falling out between Josh's parents and Bruce. Josh goes back to playing street chess because he had been stopped for a time and then finds kind of that joy again so as the movie builds towards the climax in the third act it does have him competing again and then going to a tournament another character is introduced another little boy that's extremely good at chess as well and he is the opposite of josh in terms of temperament and personality so he basically is stoic and quiet has no mercy is not a really a good winner and is taught that style by his teacher. Uh, his own teacher has a different method. And of course, the teacher for this kid is also good as well, has a relationship with Bruce. And they show in the film how he kind of knows Bruce's backstory as a, as, a, as a chess player that didn't live up to his potential. So that's kind of interwoven throughout the rest of the movie. But again, the, the backbone to me of this movie and why I love it so much again is that it really takes an effort to show the important thing as it relates to Josh is to both nurture his gift for chess and to make sure that he's a well-rounded little boy and is able to enjoy all the things that he has fun doing and also just be a little kid. So I think again, as I stated earlier in this show, as a parent myself of a young child, I don't, I haven't found that he's gifted in anything yet. Hopefully that'll change maybe, but if that were to happen to me, I think that's like I said, I think even when I saw this movie the first time 25 years ago and now seeing it as a parent, I loved it for the same reason before I had a child and now that I'm a parent of a young child. I do think that the movie beautifully shows that struggle, that challenge of what to do if you discover that your child truly is gifted at something and, and how you, as a parent, nurture that while at the same time 
allowing your child to be a child and striking that balance. And sometimes I think like with anything with parenting, you know, sometimes you strike that perfect balance. Sometimes you go too far a little bit in one direction or in the other. So I think that struggle is beautifully played out in the film. The other thing that's uh, beautifully played out is again, and I credit that to the writing, directing, and and the performance of, of, of Max Pomerak as Joss Waitzkin. It's constant throughout the film. You can just see this is, like I said, a little boy with a good heart. He cultivates a friendship with a fellow chess player whose father is played by David Pamer, who's kind of pressuring the kid to do well. And you can see the kid's unhappy. You can see the sacrifice in his particular life where the father really doesn't do anything with him other than play chess. There's another beautiful scene in the movie where Josh is telling him about how he does all these other things and the kid's just looking at him like, what? You do things other than chess? And their friendship is a beautiful thing that's portrayed in the movie as well. And you can see Josh's empathy for other people. And as the film culminates, as he competes, and of course, you know, there is the inevitable final match with the other child the other prodigy that's the opposite of him so obviously it sets up for that inevitable showdown and again i think beautifully so it avoids the cliche that you see in any kind of film where there's a competition involved in it or a competition a competition based movie where protagonist goes to the final tournament or sporting event you know usually he's an underdog and then he defeats the big bad champion whoever the big bad champion is and in this film there is a final tournament against the, the the other child, but again, the film avoids what you think is going to happen and avoids cliches, and I love movies that take on familiar themes but avoid cliches, so as the game plays out and how the result of the game plays out, it doesn't play out like your normal movie like you think it would. It's actually beautifully done and i'm not going to give away any spoilers here it's it's done in a way that's true to the rest of the film and it's done in a way that again underscores josh waskin's humanity and his empathy as a person as a little boy so i think it beautifully does that now i know the script was based on a book by josh's father so in the film portrayed by joe mantegna i don't know how much the screenplay veers from the film and i don't know how accurate the portrayals of what happened are with real life now obviously with fact-based films they take artistic license and i don't know if you know josh's personality is the way it was in the film i haven't really seen interviews with the real josh waitskin i do know that he became the number one chess player at the time under 18 so he continued uh, to play chess at a very high level while doing his other things. And again, I don't think it's really important because it's not a documentary about Josh Waitzkin. And again, how realistic it is or is not really doesn't matter for the purposes of this review. I only review it based on how is it as a film. And I think it's an outstanding film. I've seen the movie a bunch of times when it came out in 93. And then before I taped this show, I rewatched it a few days ago uh, to revisit it. And I still love it as much now as I did then. Uh, again, I think I even appreciate the performances more now than I did then. Uh, it's an outstanding film. Uh, all the actors are good across the board, especially again, Mox Pamarac Pam playing young Josh Waitzkin, Ben Kingsley, who's always outstanding as the teacher, uh, Lawrence Fishburne as well. Uh, there's a beautiful scene at the towards the end of the film before Josh plays at the big tournament with Ben Kingsley and Max Pomerak, and and they kind of understand each other, and and he 
expresses to him how proud he is to be his teacher. It's a beautiful scene. It's beautifully done and very moving. Uh, so I highly, highly recommend this film if you haven't seen it, or even if you have, I highly recommend you revisit it. One of the better films of the 90s. Uh, I, like I said, I think it did okay. I wish it would have done better, but the beauty of 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 streaming now is you can revisit it. I was actually able to, as of when I recorded this show, the, the movie is available for on Hulu if you have it. Uh, but if you if you don't have Hulu, I highly recommend you look at it on Amazon Prime or Amazon. You can rent the film for for two ninety nine, so it's very reasonable. And I would highly recommend searching for Bobby Fischer. So in uh, my review, I am going to give it four and a half out of five ears. So again, I highly recommend this film. It's a great film, uh, a great family film. It's a great film about competition. Uh, but I, again, like I want to say, and I want to end on this, it's a film with chess in it, but it's not a film about chess. It's about so much more than that. So again, I highly recommend searching for Bobby Fischer. My review is four and a half out of five Van Goghs. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show on any of the following podcasting apps. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, or CastBox. You can follow the show on Twitter at BendYourEarPod. That is also the handle on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the show's YouTube channel under Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email the show at BendYourEarPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please rate and review the show on Apple Podcast. If you listen to the show on a different platform but have an iTunes account, please rate and review there. If you like the show or think a friend may enjoy it, please share on your social media. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, and take care.